Hello and welcome to Be Powerful with Liz and Lee. It's a new day and we're so glad you're here. So you can expect to hear candid conversations on what it means to be powerful. Live authentically, live in the midst of ups and downs, productively, and above all else, joyfully. We are so thankful for you, our community of listeners, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. <sighs> yes. Yes. Feels like are. a deep breath of fresh air. Another week. And it's <laughs> September, and it feels so good outside. I mean, it does. Kind of creeping into fall. It's creeping in. It feels yeah, really yeah, good. yeah. Well, the good news is, um, last week we went. Halloween costume oh, shopping, yeah. your oh, favorite yeah. seasons yes. coming up. We talk about this all the time. Yes, we do. And it's you have holiday. like a beginning outfit, but you don't know what you're going to be, right? No. no. All I know is it's silver and it's one piece. So it could go anywhere from an alien to <laughs> a sex even, worker. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just say sex worker? <laughs> wow. Okay. It's not going to be a sex worker, <laughs> but I, I do like your uh, train of thought. I don't know. You look good. A couple wigs to go. Oh, yeah. We got some wigs upstairs. Went we had the white wig with the silver wig. I put the white wig on and you were like, ooh, no. No, no, no. We're not that old yet. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but we should talk about getting old because, yeah. oh, are we feeling it or what? Well, you must be because <laughs> I, I said to Lee, no, we were like, what are we going to talk about? And literally, this is the planning that goes into the podcast. <laughs> it's basically, what are you going to talk about today? And you go, I want to talk about, what did you say, trusting yourself? Yeah. And I said, well, let's just talk about aging. And you went, yeah, that's a really that's good That's a good idea. one. Well, I mean, literally at one of our teacher training sessions at the studio a couple weeks ago, we were talking about our black chin hairs and how we have to oh, pluck just them. Gross. Nobody wants no, to No, but that's this. an aging thing. That is not an aging thing. Okay, fine. Take it out. Okay. No, you can keep that in. We're not going to cut that out because I think it's part of the fun. One of the beauties of Lee Canelli is oh, that I have this really great makeup mirror in my dressing room. <laughs> that if she hasn't been here in a couple of days, I can't even get into my dressing room because you're all in that mirror, mm -hmm. like messing with your chin, going, oh my gosh, look at all this Eyebrows. stuff on my face. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, they're simple. You can buy your own, you know? They no, it's it. more fun. It's more fun to get in mine, yeah. Yeah. So do you want to talk about aging or do you want to talk about trusting yourself or trusting yourself to age well? I think all of the above. Why okay. not? Okay, you go. You start. Let's go. <laughs> what do I know about aging? Uh well, you're not much. You're very Please young. Please do tell. You are very young. I'm 43. Yeah. And how's that feel? I mean, I feel like. Do you feel like you're now it, starting it, to get old? Yeah, I do. Hmm. There's like an emotional part of it and a physical part of it. I mean, I think you hit 40, which is more of a milestone. And that just felt pretty normal. And then I think over the past couple of years, and maybe that's, mm -hmm. you know, pandemic and habits, I do feel like physically my body has changed. And so I think when you feel that happening and you don't feel a sense of control over it, or, you know, your body's not responding, you know, like it always has. And so you have to make right. different changes. Then I think that mentally flips me into, oh gosh, you know, now I am chronologically aging and moving into another part, mm -hmm. half end of my life. And I think that feels weird. Weird or scary or what? Not so scary. I don't okay, think good. that's the right word. I mean, because yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> I mean, well, there's plenty, you I mean, there's plenty about it. but yeah. not chronologically. The days continued. Okay. You're going to talk about it, but I mean, mm -hmm. in a practical, realistic sense, like we are always marching towards. Correct. 
you know, always gonna the age end and age. Until you don't. <laughs> until and you then don't. And that's then called the end. Dead. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, scary, no, because that's just the way life happens. Mm-hmm. It's not some unknown that's about to happen. So right. I'm kind of scared and worried about it, but it is just a realization. Well, it's a it's change and there. any kind of a change, and especially when it's changing in mm-hmm. your body and mm-hmm. you feel different and your body responds to different ways, then it's uh, it's a notification. A notification. <laughs> it's like memo to brain, yeek, yikes, here we right. go. Right. So I remember being 43, specifically that okay. age, when I for real started working out again. Because mm-hmm. I was an athlete young, and then I like cruised for a long, long time. And then literally at age 43, a lot of people, it'll be 35, mm-hmm. 30, whatever, whatever time frame, maybe it's 45 that your body starts to change. Maybe it's hormonally. Right. It's all kinds of things that are starting to happen there. Um, and that's where I started to work out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then when I got older, I did the Hilliard Studio Method idea because all the workouts I was doing were kind of boring and not fun. But the point being, your point being is you have to do something. You have to shake it up. Shake it up. Yeah. You got to shake it up. You know, you got to shake up your diet. You've got to shake up your workout. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it's time to go heavier on weights and lighter on something else. Maybe it's time for you to get out and walk more. You know, if you're a runner, um, run more. There is one thing I would say about working out when you start to feel like you're aging and you are aging, um, <laughs> is careful if you've been a runner all these years. Sure, That's when you can start to find injuries happening. So you're going to need to pay attention to your body, listen to how you're going to need to stretch. That really is why I started a Hilliard Studio Method because I couldn't find anything that sculpted my body. Right. And it was very, and think about how the vanity stepped in there, right? Right, right. It was, it was that. And then also I would say more than that, the health aspect, but almost equal was, you know, you get the bang for your buck, you get the quick, gosh, that I look better right? Know, kind of thing. So, yeah. And I think that's true. And I think for me, you know, for you, that was good. The, mm-hmm. the workout, like ooh, mm-hmm. new thing, new change. And I've been working out and pretty mm-hmm. active mm-hmm. all my life and active working out as an adult. I mean, I've been with you at the studio for right. 12, 13 years. Right. Um, And so now it's time for a change. And Mm -hmm. I think for me, that's going to come on the other self-care side of the coin as far as getting good sleep. How do you get good sleep? Mm -hmm. That's the reduction of alcohol. It's the reduction of blue screen time before bed. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, having calming practices, whether that be a shower, a bath, a candle, a meditation, a reading. So those are things I know. Just habits to make. Exactly. It's hard to make those habits if, I mean, you and I have so much fun together. Right, right. And again, we are the 26-year difference in age. So whereas I might have gone through some of this, I have to readjust a lot too. Uh But I mean, we have such a party good time and we love to have a glass of wine at night. We love to pop popcorn at night. And so when you go, oh, I've put on a couple of pounds or, oh, this doesn't look, this yep. you know, you change up maybe a little bit of your workout, but you, you always look to your diet, I think, first. Exactly. You really do. I mean, I, I would love to tell you that the workout is everything, but the workout is about, I'd say, 
forty uh, percent of it. Your no, diet. Uh, your diet got to be huge. more than that. Your diet well, is I huge. agree with that, but I think that workout is more. And I think if you don't give it halvesies well, of no, that, I mean, you're okay. selling yourself short. No, I agree. Y- you know, I mean, you know, that's the thing. So I get it. I think you're you're just trying let to put the up. emphasis let me on up. how important the diet. The backup. Let me back that up because. The importance of working your body out is not just how good you're going to look. It's exactly. your cardiovascular work, it's your health, it's your organs, it's everything. So yes, that is at least equal in the equation. Um, but if you're trying to lose weight, yep. you're going to have to change your diet. That's right. And we didn't even talk about that with your aging. We, I just threw that in there. I just Which part? I just threw in that you had gained weight and that was, you know, you didn't even know. Well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I know you I haven't have. really. No, yes, I have. It's it's probably yes, I have. a couple pounds of fluff that we do. Nope. Sitting I know on exactly a sofa what at it night is, watching Game of Exactly how it feels. And it doesn't feel good. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the thing. And I think that, you know, just being able to honor that and find mm-hmm. some steps towards it. Like I have to separate from myself from you a little bit in regards because it is so easy for you. Like all your life, you're like, I'm gonna make a small change and it's gonna work like that. Well, and Uh, We're all different body types. Exactly my point. Yeah, we're all different body types. Plus, I've kind of got mine down. Well, I know. No shit. That's what I'm saying. I'm beginning. I've got that under my belt, and I know just the amount of workout to keep me buzzing right along so that I can have X, you know, numbers of glasses of wine. And, you know, I don't eat a lot of sugar, but the the fun things I do, I can allow myself to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I know how to back it back, you know, if I need to. Well, good for you. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're asking me about aging. I'm like, this is my first foray into that part yeah. where it's scary. Isn't your it? body yeah. isn't reacting the same way mm-hmm. for the shitty way you treat it sometimes, right? You can treat it badly when you're younger and do that bounce back. And now yeah. we all know better that you shouldn't do that at any age, but now it is more impactful and it feels unfun, but it also feels bad to feel bad. Right? right? And so once you make the good habits mm-hmm. and you reap the reward of feeling so good, right. it starts that positive cycle. It so does. I'm playing with it. You play with it and, and we I will help <laughs> you. This will be fun. We'll do it together. Um, mm. Sort of. Do we have to like update everybody on how we're doing? No, Is this like a, but, but a me, challenge? Let me tell you this. Okay. Um, when I was like your age or maybe even a little older, I that's when I cut out sugar. I mean, I really cut it out. And just that one, and the people go, but how I did it was I started drinking black coffee instead of sugar in my coffee. It's the teeny, teeny, tiny changes, changes. you make. Right. It's not the, oh my gosh, I've got to start like meditating and going to bed at nine o'clock and then stressing yourself out about what you mm. should and shouldn't do when there's the small things you can do, like drop the lattes at Starbucks and make your own coffee or get the coffee at Starbucks without all the stuff in it, Yeah, right? And wh- whereas you don't even do that, but whatever it is yeah. you do- like cutting those small things out. And I think you and I know what they are. Right. Um, I mean, for me, I don't have a sweet tooth sugar problem. Like I'll eat it and that's fine, but that's not my vice or my kryptonite. I mean, for me, it's just basically junk food. I mean, processed or white, anything. Yeah. And and saying that like a smoothie in the morning and a really healthy dinner at night will like, you know, counterbalance that, like no, each Mm -hmm. one matters. And so for me, it's just taking the time to prepare for that instead of, you know, being at the grocery store and grabbing a wrap and right. eating that. Right. You do like your sandwiches. <laughs> She's a sandwich. I do. During COVID, y'all know if you listen to those podcasts back then, she'd come home and she goes, let's have a sandwich. No, at some point 
you I were the that. instigator. Yeah, You're but welcome. I'd never had sandwiches. I hadn't sandwich, I had sandwiches when I was in Concord, North Carolina. I was 14, and all of a sudden, you're coming in making sandwiches. And they were Who good while they sandwiches, lasted. sandwiches, right? A lot of people. Yeah, well, see, I don't do that. Oh, uh, again. Yeah. <laughs> you're so showy off. No, I'm not showy off. I'm so glad this aging saying. thing has worked so well for you, but there's some of us who aren't magical, okay? <laughs> no, I'm not magical at all. But anyway, you got me liking those sandwiches a lot because they are good. But we're not doing those anymore, right? That's right. Right. And if we wanted to have a sandwich, what would we do? We'd have one and make sure it was full of vegetables. And- and we eat half of that sandwich. Oh, right. right? That's Remember the rule. that's the other rule? Yeah. Whatever the thing is that's causing you to either gain weight or be unhealthy, and you just can't break the habit, mm-hmm. you do it in, in small uh, small ways. Shave it off. Shave it off. You cut it in half, and you cut it in fourths, and you cut it in eighths, and you keep going with your math until there's <laughs> nothing left at all. Until and you're just eating it's air. It's all gone. <laughs> no, we do not prevent that. But um, yeah, so it's tricky. I mean, I think it's simpler. That's the thing. A lot of this is so much simpler than we make it. It is. It is. Can I? I have something to say. I will call on you. Yeah, for those listening, she's waving her hand violently in the back of the the classroom. Being the old one, Mm -hmm. it is not anything big. It is everything small. Yeah, it is everything small. The big changes you make, the diets you go on, they never work. Sure. The thing where you say, I'm going to turn my iPad off at whatever time, and I'm never going to read past eight o'clock at night. Maybe you'll get in the habit of that. I haven't been able to do it, mm-hmm. you know, but other people do. You just make, make it small and make it doable because what's our most important thing about life? Joy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But if joy then turns you into unhappy and unhealthy, mm-hmm. then you have to reassess your joy. Right. So. We're yeah. reassessing our joy, really. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. I need to actively do it. Quit mm-hmm. just talking about it. Well, we just started talking about it. Well, no, we didn't just start talking about it. <laughs> We've been talking Now about it's time it. to share and become accountable. Yeah, that's good. This is good. We're doing it on the podcast. So we're yeah. also talking about how... Well, there's more to aging than weight and diet. Exactly. So you tell me what that is. I'd like to know still. You tell me. Well, we were also talking about, um, you were saying making your mind still. Right. But I don't feel like that has to do with aging. Oh, okay. Why have you aged so well? Why have I aged so well? Yeah. I would say paying attention to how my body feels Mm -hmm. because when I was younger, I really liked sugar and then it made me feel bad. Yeah. When I was younger, I really liked uh, a lot of coffee all day long with a lot of sugar in it. And then yeah. it made me feel bad. So paying attention, you know, just, and then thanks mom and dad. I got some nice genetics on the right. skin, I think, even though I do a lot of the retin-A and the retinoids and all those good, good things. But, um, but I would say if I had one thing, it's just paying attention to what my body says and also letting vanity run a little wild sometimes. Let your vanity be your uh, your helper. Your vanity says you just want to look good no matter what. Well, that's not healthy for anybody. We, right. you know, we don't want to go on crash diets and not eat healthy because we feel bad. So, But the vanity part of our lives is also a reaction. And so if I want to look good, I'm mm-hmm. going to allow my vanity to speak up and go, well, okay. when you got up and you made your smoothie, those, you know, three weeks in a row. Yeah. And you had, you know, you had a really nice, decent diet and you didn't over drink wine and you didn't overdo this, that, and the other, and you worked out like you usually do. 
look how good you look. Hmm. So vanity is speaking at that point. And I'm going, yeah, well, I even feel better. Right. So if you ask me how, I'm, thank you, first of all. I didn't say thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you think I look good. You do. You look good too, by the way. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 43 looks good on you. Stop it. Keep going. And so I'm done. I mean, it was pretty much. <laughs> well, I guess it's kind of that external, internal balance that for you, the driving force was a little bit external. I'd say it's uh Don't mean to equal. speak for you. I'd say it's equal, even though the externals are looking at me in the mirror. I'm looking mm-hmm. in the mirror going, and I'm always, always get naked in front of your mirror, right? That's mm-hmm. just rule number one. If you're not doing that, then you're missing the boat. And appreciate your body for the type of body it is. And then go, and then appreciate it, love it, and say, what would make me feel better? Mm-hmm. And then the things that make you feel better are always the healthier choices, right? right? But never like restrictive choices that say, but you can't, but you can't. So find the things that you can. That's why I've always preached popcorn because it's got a lot of fiber in it and it makes you happy or it makes me happy. (laughs) (laughs) But everything in excess is too much. Um, Exactly. And so find the thing that is healthy that makes you feel good, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And so, and look at yourself in the mirror and quit being... First of all, quit comparing yourself to anybody else. I mean, nobody's got two more different bodies than you and I do. Right. I mean, everybody's body is unique and beautiful and designed incredibly beautiful. Some people look good with a few pounds on them, right? But as long as they maintain their health, that's what's important. I do think that's what's important because, I mean, I feel like we've scratched the surface on aging as a very physical-only oh, aspect. It's, yeah, it's it's aging is... 20 times better internally than it is externally. No, Mm. 120 million times better. Okay. Let's back this up. Walk me through this. So 43, you're saying you were my age when you started feeling like what, and therefore you needed to make a change. Oh, vanity. Vanity looked at the mirror and said, oh, wow. When did you get that? (laughs) Like in Sex in the City, where did you get that pooch? (laughs) Okay. You know, where did did that body come from? Yeah. That was starting number one. At 43. Okay. And I was kind of like flabby-ish. Okay. You know, all over. And that's when you threw in the working out. Right. And so there was the vanity speaking. And so I spoke back to it and I made changes to look better then in turn, I felt better. Okay. So when was, excuse me, I just knocked the table over. When was your next hump age of, I have to make another switch or I'm feeling mentally or emotionally like I'm, Mm -hmm. air quotes, aging? Mm -hmm. Um, Probably every other year after that. I mean, Hmm. because the closer you get to menopause for a woman, especially, and probably for men too, I hope that men are listening and they're paying attention to how they feel because they have the same sort, not the same, but a a similar situation happen in their body with their hormones. So the the older I got, uh, especially going toward 50, whoo, boy. You feel it. You feel you ne- when you get close to menopause for a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you feel tired, lackadaisical, sluggish, not yourself. You get you know those sort of things. Well, I I did what I thought was best for my body, and I started doing a hormone replacement therapy, which was right. natural. And I don't like to go into that on the podcast because it's very to me it's controversial, yep. and it's and it's wrongly controversial because. Uh, in the system, the medical community that we have, um, nobody's really ever, ever yeah. addressed what is best for women and in, in menopause or really addressed for women's health, period. So right. without going into all that, I have had to do a lot, a, a 
body of research, of reading. And I still do. So the question and trial and error. I mean, trial and error. You went to a doctor. You've gotten I went medical to several advice. Doctors. I right. Went to, I never stick with one. I mean, if, hmm. if I'm going to go with, you know, especially a hormonal replacement therapy, which I did at 51 years old, um, I read two books on it. I went to three or four different doctors and got. Everybody was 180. I mm. mean, 180. And my primary mm. care physician at that time was like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. What you need is a nice fan, uh, some cool sheets, and you just need to get through this. Power through. And I went, excuse me, no. Just wasn't for you. I wasn't going to do it. Okay. Uh, and so I I did the research. I, and the, the research I found, I've been on um, uh, hormone replacement therapy since I was 51. I'm 68. I have not experienced so far, so far, knock on wood, mm -hmm. uh, lots of the illnesses of older age. I think cancer is a big scare for most people. Sure. Because the, who are the women that get breast cancer most of the time? Women going through uh, hormonal changes in their body. Mm. So there's a lot of, reef, there's a lot of uh, information out there to read. I'm not a doctor. I talked I I talk to a doctor the other day, and I talked to a doctor today about that. Oh, wow today about that. And it's differing opinions. And what I go is I've done my research and I'm sticking with what, what works for you. So, But your question was how often? Sure. And even though now I'm back into this great, and honestly, this hormone therapy really, really did work for me. And it made me feel myself again, like in my, mm. I always said it made me feel like I was 28 years old with that energy level. Right. So that being said, the older you get, you do have different aches and pains, you know, physically, but I take care of that with my workout and with my diet, honestly, with my diet. Truthfully. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot to be said for an anti-inflammatory yeah. diet. I mean, what we put in our body right. obviously will make it react kind of mm -hmm. negatively or it will use it as fuel. Right. And I think part of the aging process is kind of understanding we don't make a change and then we're on a long runway of just surfing for a while. I think you do have to more constantly, it's constant. to your point, be very aware of your body, pay attention to mm -hmm. it and treat it mm -hmm. with love and care. And to those that want to go the extreme, either overweight or underweight, uh, be careful with that because find that place in your real, in your healthy body. It doesn't matter. I don't care how much you weigh. I don't care what size you are. You want to find that weight that gives you the right amount, the, the good bone health. Right. If you're too skinny, not undernourished, you're going to have brittle bones. And you always want to wrap those old ladies that break their hips and all those mm -hmm. things that happen all the time. That is from a lot. It's hormonal for sure, but it can be helped with diet. Right. So right. You don't want to get too skinny and you don't want to get too overweight. And then you have heart, heart disease right. and blood pressure. So I just kind of play right in the middle. And then um, I let my vanity kick in enough to, to really love how I feel and look. So I, I just, I feel, I feel like that's a, a good, it's a healthy, simple, healthy equation. Yeah, exactly. It is. So you, you can do the same thing right now. You're just, you're having your sort of your beginning uh-huh. You're beginning, I hate using the word perimenopause. Whatever it is. I mean, it's changes that I'm noticing, you know, are outside of my control. The body's starting to, to make changes right. and I have to actively make changes to address it. And that's okay. And I think, um, you know, I'm lucky to have your support 
and live in a place where I have opportunity to reach out to doctors who mm-hmm. can give me lots of different advice and the wherewithal, the wherewithal, remember that time yeah, you I said know. I had no wherewithal. <laughs> I think I have the wherewithal the to wherewithal. find resources, you know, yeah. to help. Right. And well, I think to your point, the simplicity of it yeah. is really important. It is. And the bigger a deal you make, exactly. it, the more massive it becomes. Right, right. And it's aging. First of all, I love being, I love aging. I Mm. I can't wait. I get to turn another year, January 20th. And I'm, and I'm excited. And I like to celebrate my birthday because I'm not worried about the years coming. Mm. I am, I'm not even worried about the bad health coming. The bad health may come, but I'm doing everything I can to promote good health. And when, and if, and when that bad health comes, then I'll deal with it that way. Mm -hmm. Then, Mm -hmm. you know. I think the more you enjoy life and take time to really be with, with yourself and sit and know who you are, the more you can just look outside of the world and not be as concerned about comparing ourselves to others. Right. I think that well, I mean, with exercise and diet and overall wellness being at the forefront of what you do, how do you keep a healthy balance between that where you're not over-emphasizing um, that aspect of your life that you then have the time and your brain and your heart and your day to spend time doing other worthwhile things, not just being with yourself, being with other people mm-hmm. in a meaningful way because you're not in your head about right. what you've eaten or what your body looks like. Well, I'm with other, I'm with other people all day long, it feels like, <laughs> until now when it's just me and you and right. all of you guys listening. So I'm with you guys still, right? Right. Um, so the question being... I guess, how do you um, manage... The, I just don't think you have a problem with this. (laughs) Maybe it's my problem. What What I'm trying to articulate is how do you not make diet and exercise such a big part of your life? Like how how do do I not obsess? Thank you, obsess. How do you not make, I'm trying to Mm, mm anti-age. So important. Don't you see that around us? The whole society we live in is anti-age and, oh, you don't want to look old and gosh, don't be an older one. Don't be old. I mean, well, we should right. be the opposite. I really Celebrating. Celebrate old. Yeah. Celebrate. My God, they made it to old, right? Yeah. And if you're still in good shape and, or even not, even if you're not, there's a, there's a wealth of wisdom and, and knowledge and p- older people, mm-hmm. older, much older than me, we should all be listening to these people, mm-hmm. right? So I think your question is how do you not obsess about diet and all that? I think it helped that when I was young, I was a fashion model and I was, I had to be compared outwardly by other people to other right. physical people. And I had to learn, and I think it's a good lesson. I'm, I really take this as one of my best lessons. I learned a lot being a model. One was do not take personally what people think or say about your body. And that's a big one. And because I would be in a cattle call, and literally that's what they called them, you know, 200 girls show up for eight spots on a runway. And they're like, the minute they see me, they're like, you're out, you know, and you go, okay, am I going to go slip my wrist or what? No, No. I'm just going to go to the next thing. Okay. And so I learned to not compare myself to other people. So therefore, Mm. I became just like the happy go lucky sort of model. And I got, I got hired to, you know, do the fun, sit on the lazy boys and things like that. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter, but, um, that really helped me in a business that was all about looks, notice my looks carefully and then let it go. And somehow, mm. I, not somehow. And so I've consciously, I consciously, I know exactly how I look. I'm not 
worried that I'm 68 years old, that I'm starting to wrinkle. And yes, I will get things done because I love to look the way I feel, but I'm always going to tell my age and I'm always going to try to look my age. Mm. Um, or, you know, just look the way I look. I don't give right. a damn how old I am. <laughs> um, how do you not obsess? Uh-huh. You start looking in the mirror or closing your eyes and looking inside and realizing how, what an incredible human being you are. And you don't get that in a minute. You get that by people disappointing you, by you disappointing you, by being not accepted and feeling unaccepted and learning to accept other people and realize that you're an incredible human being. And I think every single person on the planet is. Mm. And it's hard sometimes for some of us to learn that. And it takes some of us longer than others to learn that. But if, if we're obsessing about the way we look and the way we appear to other people, then we're putting the power in their hands and we're taking it out of our hands. And I, you know, you might be a woman that's 50 pounds, 75 pounds right now overweight. You take that power. You don't put that in those other people's hands. Right. You decide, do you like this weight you have? Do you feel good? Or is your health good? Then the hell with the rest of it. Mm. Or do I need to lose 25 pounds because I'll be better with my blood pressure? You take the power. And it's hard to do. You've got, it takes self-love and self-knowledge to do that sort of thing. And honestly, for me, it came through age and it still happens because I still have moments of self-doubt uh, mine really is more about, you know, I don't know, just not being accepted sometimes. Sure. And I have to go, well, guess who does accept me? I accept you. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. life isn't supposed to be just, if we're just living to be happy all the time, we're really living hollow. Pay attention to things that really push our buttons. Like it pushes your button to look in the mirror and go, God, my ass is saggy. <laughs> well, then go, well, I'm I'm like 52 years old. Well, hell, look at my body. I mean, look at me. I'm alive. I'm not in the hospital. I, you know, pay attention to the beauty of your body. And I think that's the beauty of your soul. Your your soul is just expressing through your body, mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. opinion. I think it's a strong, probably very accurate opinion. Yeah. You know, that, that does manifest mm-hmm. the things we say, the habits we do. Well, the words we use. Yep are the words that describe us and the way we feel about our body is um, really important to the way we we look at other people. I think we accept, we start with the acceptance of ourselves and I, and I don't believe that I do that every day. So you said you go to, you go through obstacles all your life and I go through obstacles all day long. But I get on a nice even keel sometimes, and then I go, mm-hmm. I fall off big time. <laughs> and you go, wait, 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 wait. I thought I had this balanced out. Sure. So I could have small dips and small increases, and I just dropped into the valley again. Right. And you do, and you go, oh, here I am. It's like noticing. Yeah. I don't, you know, oh, I dro- and then pay attention. What threw me down in this valley? Mm-hmm. And then it, and you'll, sometimes it'll be that same thing over and over again that you just didn't, you didn't quite figure out how to address. And it doesn't have to be addressing, but sometimes I think it's important to address it with another person you're in relationship with, but really important to address it within yourself first. Mm. And address it is like, is this issue coming from my heart, my gut, 
or is my head that is full of all kinds of bullshit? Hey, that's hard. Yeah, telling me this stuff, right? So. And also, I mean, we're just bombarded. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this external factors. I mean, it's just getting more and more and worse and worse. And so I think what you expose yourself to consumption-wise, as far as what you read and see, I mean, we're in a very visual culture. And so what is it that you see and how does that impact probably your mind more than your heart? And so you kind of have to block some of that. It does. And I'm smiling here because this weekend, you and I, what did, you know, I love to make reels. It's like my favorite (laughs) pastime for some crazy ass reason. Cute at it. I get a real kick out of the music and all this nonsense on Instagram making reels. So you and I were going out Saturday. I'm like, let's make a reel. And you're like, oh God, here we go. go." And, uh, but what do we do? We look at the pictures and we go, oh, we don't like that picture of us. We're not using Mm. that one. (laughs) Take another video. You know, so we self edit. Yeah. You know, and that's what we show to the world. Yeah. Everybody sees the shiniest pretty example, so no wonder we're all messed up in the head. Exactly. Well, except for the fact that I'm going to own that. Yeah, and I think you are owning owning it, but you do have that experience and wisdom that you've like jumped on this train a whole lot later than most people where you have already established a self-esteem and a self-confidence and an individualism Mm. that you have found, you know, to be yourself that you're confident in. And so other people are being exposed to all this without any real knowledge of themselves. And so you're constantly like slapping your face back and forth like, oh, maybe I should be this person. Maybe I should be that person. Mm. Maybe myself is bad. I mean, I think it's really so what is your? Okay, I'm going to ask you this because mm. you're 43 years old now. You <laughs> have <said> that. teenagers. <laughs> um, I know what I would do, but I've also lived a long time. Sure. But we are, like you said, where is the part of the day when you're not bombarded, whether it's by people needing you for business or work, or if you're a teenager, school stuff, or you're not on your phone either answering emails, messages, or when you're not doing that, you're scrolling whatever yours is. Mine's Instagram because it's fun to do that. We all need to find that inner, mm-hmm. that inner, who are we? Who's talking to us mm-hmm. at night? You know, who's observing mm-hmm. all the stuff going through our head? It's right. the real you. There's that observer, and then there's that speaker-doer. Yeah, so we talked about this a little bit, you and I separately, That, and you were like, really? That external and internal talk we have to ourselves. I said, sometimes I fear that I'm, I don't know what to do with myself when it gets quiet. Mm. I, Instagram has to be on, a podcast has to be on, music has to be going. You know, there's very little quiet time. Is that because we're avoiding the things we don't want to think about? We don't want to open Pandora's box and see the ugliness inside. So we self-soothe and numb, for lack of a better word, voyeuristically looking into the lives of others or those around us and don't deal with what's inside. And you said that you were very internal. Like at night, you're up all night wrestling the the demons in your head. Well, I have to talk them down. I have to talk them down. I have to to like calm everybody down. And and Mm -hmm. that's interesting you said that because you don't, I say you need to open that box because I I know you and I know you pretty well. Yeah. And I don't think you've got a lot to worry about down in there, but no, and I don't, that's the thing. I don't feel like I'm not dealing with other things, but I feel like maybe on the opposite, right? So you could look at as Pandora's box of trouble that I am running from. And 
to your point, I don't think I'm doing that, but I'm also not creating growth opportunities for my own right. thought experiments, right. for anything beyond the things I have to do in a day to create the schedule and manage some things at the studio to, to your point, answering emails and messages that are forefront to running a carpool and making sure my kids are clothed and fed and These are just and the happy. shell. This is Those are the shell things, right? And so if we're constantly getting pinged by all these things, whether or not that's ageism, climate change, whatever, then we're not creating space for real growth and real joy and real presence. I think if I were you, I'd just turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah. I would turn it off. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just an individual thing. That's sure. good for you. Um, it's not everybody doesn't have the same thing, but I think all of us, including me and all of us, could stand to put our phones. I used to sleep with my phone in another, another room. room. And I think that's wise anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I use it as an alarm clock, which is a bad idea. Don't, There's don't need of me on this. I know digital how bad alarm clocks. idea this is. You plug it in. Yeah, that's what somebody said. That costs $19.99. Just At get one. best. Right. $8.99. Yeah, yeah. Just get one. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably wise. And for our own, not just our mental health, but to really find out who, who's down in there. Mm -hmm. I probably do more than... <laughs> I need to. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's that sense yeah. of urgency. I think what I see with the developing teenagers, youth mm -hmm. now is that, you know, everybody knows this, that immediate sense of gratification, like everything is right there when you want it mm -hmm. at the moment, that you can't be like still, it's a constant Well, when did you stimulation. last see your kids like play? Not, That's what I'm telling play you. Play by like, themselves. He was doing... Um, homework on the computer with a phone nearby and probably AirPods with music and a television screen in the background. And so there's that balance. Somebody once said to me, well, how's he performing and feeling and grades? And I'm like, well, if that's a successful way, that's one version to look at it. But also that I can't that's be. Your, I don't know that that's... Well, that's great that he's You're making, disagreeing and I'm agreeing yeah. with you. I mean, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm watching children and yeah. telling you. I'm not telling you my... I think it's my amazing. parenting practices. First of all, it's amazing that people can make great, good grades like that, but you, they can. But to my point, they're getting auto trained to mm -hmm. be able to do that because their life is so pingy. Like mm -hmm. they're constantly doing seventeen different things. There's no sense of endurance. So what should you what should you do? <laughs> I'm giving an example, and I feel like you're judging me I and telling me what to do. I love it. We're not when shutting this off either. I'm not judging you. Keep going. I know. Take the phones away and the screens away. Like, it's very mm -hmm. simple. Like, you're the parent. You get to make those decisions. I'm just talking about observations mm -hmm. that I do see with this generation. Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, obviously, it's a very easy fix, but why don't we do it, right? Why mm -hmm. do we go along with all the things that we complain about as parents? Hmm. Why do we? I don't know. We don't want our kids to be left behind. We don't want to be the bad guy. We don't have the time or energy to do it. Why? What are we so busy doing? Scrolling our phones? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, honestly. I don't know how you bring up kids right now. I just uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was like, you got defensive. Well, I don't blame you. I'd have been real defensive. Um, yeah, because it's a, it's, it's a big it's deal. It's a real hard thing. Um, I had it easy bringing up a child in exactly. the 90s or 80s. That was, that was not hard. Well, there's plenty hard about it, but it's just a different kind of hard. Yeah, you just, I mean, one thing that I think it makes uh, my daughter or anybody of that age, if your age, so self-sufficient and able to do what you all do is that you had alone time. Mm. 
I mean, I remember I'm a, I'm a child of, I have a brother and a sister, but I had a lot of alone time just to just be and do and right. be in my yard and imagine that it was actually a canyon and I had horses and, you know, just, <laughs> you know, the imaginary, the lives yes. of, of growing up, even as a teenager, mm-hmm. just sometimes just nothing, solitary downtime. Mm-hmm. But we, we have what we have. And so exactly, we, we, if you can't take it away, then you make a way. And I don't know that way. You make a well, way. Well, you know, can... as far as advice goes, and I'm not qualified to give any, but, you know, I've experienced my kids up to 14 and 16, which is pretty old. And mm-hmm. so for anybody really younger, I would say get a group, get a group of moms who yeah. your kids are around all the time and decide we will not as a group do phones or screen time or whatever right. for this long. We will not join the traveling circus of all these activities that we do for our kids and drive all over the country, we will gather our children together and go into a field and let them by themselves play. Yes. There it is. I mean, those are my two suggestions. Yeah. I'm in it. Well, I'm driving all we, over we, we and really watching went. them on their phones. Yeah, but we went How all the way. How is this anti-aging? <laughs> yeah, we went all the way into, and it's easy to get off on that, on God, that tangent. I know. So we need to continue to keep coming back to that. And mm-hmm. people need to keep figuring it out. And when you figure it out, please let us know. Sure. Um, uh, but what we can do ourselves, you, you're 43, you can put yourself You're 68. Down. Yes. <laughs> but you can, and I can. Exactly. I know who's in control of my life. I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know who's in control of my emotions and how I react to life. I am. And when I give those reactions and control to someone else... I realize I've forgotten for a minute that I'm in control. Right. And so the more you spend time sometimes just with yourself, just doing nothing. I mean, I'm I just, I, th- I think doing nothing. You get on to me because I piddle around a lot. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like not quite doing nothing. <laughs> I know. I, Piddling's, I, piddling around is doing everything. I like to think it's at the, once. It's when I'm like sensing. It's when you're mean. working off your coffee buzz. <laughs> You have to get up and ping pong around the house from A to Z. There's nothing wrong with it if that suits you, if you're actually getting things done. Speaking of aging, when I was your age, (laughs) I went to a point, and this is going to happen maybe, I went through a phase where I could not drink coffee at all. When I started pulling the sugar and everything out of my diet, I went, oh God, this stuff makes me nervous. Hmm. So I went, for about 20 years, I didn't drink any coffee at all. Right. I just drank green teas, which are great for you, and you should, should always drink those. They're full of antioxidants. So is coffee. Um, and I drank matcha. And then in the last two years, I started drinking coffee again. Wow. And isn't that wild? It's wild. It's, I mean, how rad. Now you're making fun of me, and you should, because that I is should. not it's a radical statement. But it was just like, No, but I mean, I think that's changes. the thing. I think that's Things the point. Things happen. Right. And you, what you want to happen with my body is for it to once like coffee. And it's just, I'm telling no, you, it's not. Yeah, no, we do. Now we're all, now we are off on the coffee tangent. I just want you to like it. I don't like it. I know. You don't. No. That's okay. You don't have to like you don't have to like <laughs> everything I like. As long as you like me, you're good to go. I like you. It's good enough. It's all you have to do. You're aging well and you give good advice. So we're gonna keep the workout going. Yes, we we're are gonna, gonna keep, keep the, the diet going. moderated. Yes. We're gonna keep life joyful. Yes. We're gonna find find joy in habits that protect and empower mm-hmm. our self care. We're gonna get naked empower. in the mirror. And get naked in the mirror and, <laughs> and love yourself. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Then if it's hard, you're comparing yourself to others. I know. 
And I think that's the external right. tangent we got on. Right. And so that, therefore, you need to do it and do it, do it. Do it, it more. If it's hard, you need to do, do it. Do it more. If it's hard to pick up an eight-pound weight, you need to do it. Yeah. If it's hard to look at yourself naked in the mirror, you need to do it. It's hard to meditate. You need to do it. Yeah. All of those things. All of it. How about that? Oh we solved God. it. We solved the conundrum. Solved. Key to happiness. Do Next things week, that you don't want to do. We'll be back. <laughs> I'll be 20. This will be 46. <laughs> It'll be no, great. I'll still, I'll still be aging. And uh, you keep saying you're going to catch up to me, but you're not. Okay. It's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are we done with what we came to do today? I think so. I got my spiel out. I feel a little better. Like this is much cheaper yeah. than therapy. I'm grateful for that. Right. Yeah. Well. You know, I'm here <laughs> for you, baby. Quicker. Whatever you need. I like it. So. You're a beauty. Way to go. You're a beauty. Way to go. <laughs> Let's do the same thing to everybody else. Go look in the mirror right now and look at yourself and say, you are a beauty. Way to go. And if you need some help, it. we'll tell you, but we will not look at you naked. No. But y'all <laughs> That's do where that. we draw the line. Yeah, right. Find another Boundaries. friend to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Is that, that fun? It? We're landing the That's plane it. now. Land it. Okie dokie. Ready for taxi. Yes. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us today, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can now find our podcast on YouTube. Yeah. If you liked it, please share, rate, and review. We love five stars and we hope you'll work out with us online or in studio at hilliardstudiomethod.com.